A judge in New Tenochtitlan yesterday convicted Donald John Trump, formerly of Manhattan, now of Crapalago. I'll tell you why it's Crapalago in a moment. Yeah, I, I, I think we should just actually call it the West Palm Beach Hood. Yeah, the West Palm Beach Project. Um, convicted Trump of fraud for supposedly overvaluing or undervaluing his properties. Lying to banks about the value of them and then consequently lying to tax collectors uh, about the value and thus defrauding the city of Manhattan or the city of New York, the borough of New York or whatever the hell it is, and the state of New York from its due, what it owes, what the Trumps owed in property taxes. And in one of his statements, the judge said Trump had overvalued Mar-a-Lago so he could borrow money against it because he's a criminal. And that Mar-a-Lago couldn't be worth much more than $18 million. Now, that sounds like a lot. But Mar-a-Lago may be the uh, outside of the, what is it, the Biltmore House in North Carolina, uh, is probably the most famous private residence in the United States. You know, and I know some of you listeners out there have read uh, with me back in the 80s, The Art of the Deal. There's a whole chapter in The Art of the Deal dedicated to how Donald Trump then, back in the 80s, of how he managed to buy and then renovate Mar-a-Lago. Because when, uh, when Trump discovered it in the 80s, um, uh, I think it, well, I want to say it was built uh, in the Roaring Twenties or somewhere around then. And I'm going from memory. I read the book back in the '80s, so I'm like 40 years ago or so. <laughs> what I read, the art of the deal. I haven't read it. So I, I, I reread it once in the '90s. I haven't read it since. So going from memory here, uh, it was in a state of disrepair. It had been a very popular and famous resort. Because it's locations, right? I've been there. How many of you have been to Mar-a-Lago? I've actually, me and my buddy BKB, who we went and attended a, a, a meeting with some other uh, concerned citizens, concerned Catholic citizens at the time, in West Palm Beach in 2018, and we, well, no, 2019, and February of 2019. That's when I was on the plane and I met Coach Donnelly. The chicken runs at midnight, the baseball coach. Uh, Donnelly. In any event, um, I've been to Mar-a-Lago. You drive, and <laughs> when you when you leave the the West Palm Beach Airport, if you come from the airport or you come from uh, from I ninety five, you you travel on this causeway. Basically, it's a six or eight lane wide. It's a mega mega boulevard. What do they say in French? Boulevard. It's a mega boulevard, and then you get to the Intercoastal Canal. Um, and when you get to the Intercoastal Canal, there's a causeway that goes over the canal. And as soon as you clear the buildings on either side of the boulevard, the boulevard, you will you you will see the back side of Mar-a-Lago. You can't miss it. It's impossible to not see it. 
It's so big and so beautiful and so magnificent. And it has a, a, a simply stunning um, uh, view, if you will, with a dock and a cabana. And uh, there were a couple of cupolas back there and manicured lawns, uh, a view of the intercoastal, uh, uh, intercoastal waterway. I say canal, the intercoastal waterway before somebody pettyfogs me. And uh, beautiful palm trees. There's a ginormous, there's a couple of verandas back there. Um, so you see this thing from the rear and you go like, my goodness, he lives there? Because <laughs> it was a resort. So you cross the intercoastal and then you get to the other side and me and, and me and BKB were just marveling at this thing. But then again, when you're in West Palm Beach, there's a lot to marvel at. So the intercoastal will dead end at US-1, one of the most beautiful, in parts of it, one of the most beautiful highways in all of America. And by the way, US-1 used to be my Florida-1, would turn into Georgia-1, would turn into South Carolina-1, would turn into North Carolina-1. That's how they, the highway system. So you, uh, you get to the Atlantic Ocean, and when you get to the T, you take a, you get, there's a stoplight there, you take a left, and you're, I mean, straight ahead of you is the Atlantic Ocean. And it's not a very tall dune, so you could actually see the ocean. Uh, you take a left, and then, and, you know, you're on, uh, you're on US-1, or, uh, or, or Florida-1, and you're going parallel to the beautiful, uh, to, to the front, uh, front part of Mar-a-Lago. And there are these stunning 20-foot-tall iron gates there. The day we went, the gates were actually open. And then there's a circular driveway that you can drive to. And anyway, it may, it may take you two, uh, 30 seconds and a 15, 20-mile-an-hour clip to drive the distance of Mar-a-Lago. And you see the beautiful, you just see it set off the road. It's magnificent. And I, and I, and I, and I, and I, and I tell you, it's <laughs> you drive past that and you don't think that this is the slums. Not far from Mar-a-Lago, but if you keep going north, about two blocks from uh, from Mar-a-Lago, or maybe three or four blocks, I, I, I forget because I only went once, is with, that's where El Rushbo used to live. I mean, Russia's house is right there. And Russia's house ain't no, <laughs> that ain't no slum either. So this judge comes out and says, he overpriced Mar-a-Lago. I rule that it's not worth more than $18 million. So if you read The Art of the Deal, my point in this, if you read The Art of the Deal back in the 80s, there's an entire chapter that DJT wrote about Mar-a-Lago and about how the previous owners had let it go into a pathetic state of disrepair. Uh, I mean, it was, it, was, it, was, it, was a, it was a wreck. It was shambles. It was, there was mold on, on the walls and stuff. Um, and Trump convinced the guy... Uh, because I, I, I want to say there was a family that owned it, but he had to convince the guy to sell it to him. He didn't, they, they, they were holding out hope that, 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 that somehow it was going to, it was going to repair, be repaired or repair itself or whatever. So Trump had to convince the guy to sell it to him. And he told him, look, I, I will turn it into the premier resort in all of the East Coast if you sell me the property. And I want to say in the book that he paid like 15, 12, 15 million dollars for it. Thank you, thank you, Maggie. So I was close when I even when I when I tweeted out to Eric Trump that I think your dad paid uh, almost fifteen million dollars. If he paid ten, then in the closing costs and all that, he probably actually paid close to twelve, twelve million dollars. Okay, and then this 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 clown 
This is a banana. Look, this is a banana. Not only do we have banana republic law now, now we have banana republic math. This clown rules that Mar-a-Lago is worth $18 million as part of his ruling. And as Trump says, and this is an outrage here, well, of course it is. As Trump says, it's probably worth a hundred times that. Again, aside from the Biltmore estate in North Carolina, it is the most famous private residence, probably in the world, but certainly in the United States. Um, and the fact that it's kind of like the headquarters for Trump International and where the former president uh, lives, I think that might add a little bit to the value here. But this is just part of the game here, folks. And they're not even attempting. I mean, there, there's not even an attempt. The, the judge ruled that, that Trump Tower is worth like $70 million or something like that. Have you ever been to Trump Tower? I have. I've actually been there. As a matter of fact, I, the day I was there, he was there. He came down the, the, the famous escalator. He came down the escalator with his entourage. In any event, this is just another attempt to get Donnie. And this time, they actually got a skin. Now, I don't know that this was not in a, uh, a, a court of civil law or um, this was not a legal court where he could be convicted of a felony. I believe that this is more of, and, and Trump says it should have been in, in a property court. That that's where this should have happened, and it didn't. Um, here, I'll just read you Trump's statement because it's a widespread radical attack against me, my family, and my supporters has now devolved to new un-American depths at the hands of a deranged New York State judge doing the bidding of a completely biased and corrupt Prosecutor Letitia James. Oh, what a piece of Oprah work that wench is. Yes, I said wench. We'll get to that in a little bit. Who ran for office based on a get Trump platform before even knowing anything about me. And by the way, Letitia James, throw her in jail with Hillary. Indict her. She's an election denier. She continues to say that he was an illegitimate president, meaning he stole the election, meaning the election was illegitimate, meaning the election should be contested and that Hillary actually won and Trump didn't. Doesn't that make her an election denier? How come it's legal for a demon crash to deny that uh, the elections uh, happened or to uh, deny the results of elections, but it's illegal for regular old Americans, and certainly for MAGA, make America great again, Americans. Because the law, we don't, again, we don't have a justice system. We have a conviction system. Something is really tra tragically and terribly wrong in these United States, folks. I, uh, 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 <laughs> I don't even want to tell you what I saw on Rod Dreher's blog. And he, uh, Dreher even said, said, I don't want to post this, I really don't, but people need to know that this is actually happening. And, uh, has, uh, well, I'll tell you about it later, but it happened in San Francisco, to give you an idea. It's even vile for them. Back to the statement from uh, President Trump. Um, uh, 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 this ruling by a, uh, a deranged New York State judge doing the bidding of a completely biased and corrupt prosecutor, uh, 
Letitia James, who ran for office based on a Get Trump platform before even knowing anything about me. Today's action is a refutation of my status as the leading candidate for president of the United States, including with a substantial uh, lead over Joe Biden. It is a terrible reminder that the radical left Democrats will stop at nothing in trying to prevent me and the American people from winning the 2024 presidential election. Regardless of party, we cannot let this happen in the United States of America. As my lead in the polls over Biden continues to skyrocket, these corrupt and highly political prosecutors and judges are getting more and more desperate and dangerous. He's right. This is dangerous stuff here. This is how you become a banana republic. This is how you get Edward Gibbons to write a book about you called The Fall of the American Empire, a couple, or an heir of, of Gibbons a couple hundred years from now to write a book called The Fall of the American Empire. This is not a laughing matter. These people are actually using the injustice system, our conviction system, and they're actually trying to use it to their own purely political advantage and purpose. That's not, I, I, thought, I thought Lady Justice had a blindfold on. What the hell? Who unblindfolded her and said, oh, no, no, hey, hey, you're a lesbian. Look at that guy. See that alpha male over there, hetero guy? That's Trump. Get him. Seriously. As he says at the end of this, they can do this to me. They can sure as hell do it to you. And they will. Back to the, uh, the, the statement. The New York State, uh, we are rapidly becoming a communist country and my civil rights have been taken away from me. The New York State Attorney General went before, I, I just want to stop here because my heart bleeds for this guy. It really does. This is an injustice. It's a horrible, terrible injustice. I don't care what you think about Trump as a man, about the playboy, about the liar, about the cheater, whatever it is that you think about him. He was elected president. He did get Roe repealed. He did, he did a decent amount of good. Didn't do everything right. Certainly he made mistakes and he's still making some. Vaccines, social acceptance of homosexuals and what have you here. We all disagree with that. But certainly none of us agree with the conviction system. It's not a justice system, it's a conviction system. With the conviction system now being turned against a, pol a political opponent of the regime. And it literally is a regime now. I've been calling it the Biden regime. We still, you know, my, our newscasters here are told, don't say Biden administration. The only one who does is Magdalene. Um, say Biden regime. It is a regime. It was an installed regime. And now they're beginning to act like one. And he's right. They're getting more desperate here. But ask yourself the question. If he were to say today, after a long consideration, meditation, and consultation with Melania and my family, I've decided to spare my family from Joe Biden and his conviction system and his injustice system. In an effort for the charges that have been filed against me in courts across the eastern seaboard, Joe, I'll quit. Just drop the charges, Joe, and I'll quit. You can have the damn presidency. I don't want it. Who would blame him from walking away now? I would say it's the measure of a 
charitable, courageous man to not walk away. And I know many people are right now pettifogging in the chat room going, it's just a pride, it's just ego. Well, you know, maybe if you were in that position, you might have a little bit of ego or pride at that moment too, especially if it was an injustice. You want to run around with the with the giant scarlet F for fraud on you for the rest of your life for something you didn't do? That's a big deal. I mean, look, the, the, and this is going after Trump International here now. So this is an, an attempt. To, look, we're going to deprive you of your incomes. We're going to shut your business down. And as he rightfully says, as he, as he correctly notes, his business practices practically funded <laughs> part of the government of the state of New York and the city of New York for two or almost three decades. Yes. To put this into perspective, there's a nearby vacant lot that's 2.3 acres, and it's for sale right now for $200 million. So if you take Mar-a-Lago and its acreage and combine that with what it is for the, the vacant lot, it would be estimated at $1.5 billion. Well, well, so that's how that's how widespread this is. So, well, Donald, uh, the POTUS 45 says, and I'll, I'll read it to you in just a moment here, says here that Mar-a-Lago is probably worth a hundred times what this judge says. Now, this is just another part of the the Trump mystique to me, that he actually lived a life in private. He ran over 600 and some odd businesses. He renounced all, all of them on January the 17th, 20, uh, 2017, before he was sworn in, turned them all over to Eric and Don Jr., and he built all of those companies, every single one of them that he had to turn over. He built all of them. He actually did something with his life. Uh, yeah, you could say he was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. He wasn't born with one that was that big. Um, and so he has experience. Like, remember when they were, the wildfires were going on in the coast of California? He went out in, in uh, California and Washington State and, or and, and Oregon, and he went out there and, and he—, and he uh, to survey the damage and to do what he could uh, to promise to do what he could to to uh, to assist, and he said, "But this isn't this isn't because of global warming or anything of the sort. This is this is horrible, horrible, terrible forest management." And then he said, "How come the wildfires aren't raging on on the other side of the border with British Columbia and the other Canadian province because they hadn't locked." They're forest up, and we're letting the real conservators manage it. Whereas the state of California, Oregon, and Washington, with the nature Nazis and the human haters running the show, had basically said, no, you can't burn any underbrush. And so when it gets dry and it gets a little warm and there's a lightning storm, you get a fire, and that's what's going to happen. But my point is, is that, that he knew, he actually knew the practical aspect of what causes those kind of wildfires or forest fires. And it was poor forestry management. That's the point. 
The New York State Attorney General went before a highly politicized Democrat judge who refused allowing the case to go to the commercial division where it belonged to simply rule, despite all of the evidence to the contrary, that I committed fraud, which is both ridiculous and untrue. As an example, this Democrat operative valued Mar-a-Lago, the most spectacular and valuable property in Palm Beach, Florida, to be worth as low as $18 million, when in actuality, it could be worth almost 100 times that amount. He hated everything about me at a level that I have never seen before, even beyond the hatred of 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 that displayed by Letizia James. There was no trial and no jury for the supposed wrongdoing of fully paying back sophisticated Wall Street banks in full, with interest, with no defaults, and with no victims. These banks were represented by the largest, most sophisticated law firms in the country. This is Democrat political lawfare and a witch hunt and a witch hunt on a level never before seen. It is an attempt to badly injure the opposing party's leading by far political candidate. Nothing like this has ever happened in our country before. My civil rights have been violated, and some appellate court, whether federal or state, must reverse this horrible, un-American decision. If they can do this to me, they can do this to you. And uh, then there is a uh, another statement just to, uh, if you want to know some of the details. I have been unfairly, this is going back to, uh, okay, this was, uh, two, uh, today's the 27th, right? It's two days ago. I have been unfairly sued by the Trump-hating Democrat Attorney General of the state of New York, Letitia James, over the false fact that I inflated my financial statements in order to borrow money from banks, uh, et cetera, et cetera. The judge in the case, Arthur F. Ingeron, <laughs> Arthur F. Ingeron, I refuse to allow this case to go to the commercial division where it belongs because he's a Trump hater beyond even A.G. James. I am not even allowed a jury. The facts of this case are simple. One, I am worth much more than the numbers shown on my financial statements. Two, I didn't even include my most valuable asset, my brand. Three, the banks were paid back in full, sometimes early. There were no defaults. The banks made money, were represented by the best law firms, and were very happy. There were no victims. And four, on the front page of the financial statements, there was a strong disclaimer clause telling all not to rely on these financial statements. The disclaimer clause tells anyone reviewing the data, including financial institutions, to do their own research and analysis. Now, this is just so ridiculous. You know, do you understand this case? So what you're saying is the banks were stupid. That's what the judge is implying. The, the, the judge is implying that everyone involved here was duped by the arch criminal Lex Luthor Trump. They loaned him money that he hadn't earned. Those properties weren't worth. He said they were worth. He's a liar and a fraudster, and I find him guilty. Unbelievable. Additionally, to my uh, to my being worth far more than is shown in the fully disclaimed financial statements, again, not putting down a value for my biggest asset, my brand. The company has hundreds of millions of dollars in cash and very little debt. So, at the end of the day, I mean, <laughs> what is left that they're going to take? Is there a court for 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 uh, pet abuse? Heaven forfend! Someone should some. 
animal rights lunatics should find out that the Trumps have a dog. And by the way, Biden's dog is now bitten a Secret Service agent and injured him for the 11th time. The dog is possessed. It even looks possessed, just like just like its owner. Why isn't someone talking? Why are we talking about Biden's attack demon dog? Why isn't he making headlines? Why isn't someone in the White House uh, that's, a, that's a visitor to the White House going, pressing a case against the Bidens for keeping... What is the dog's name? The dog's Commander. Got a, what? Commander. Hey, Commander, right. Commander. He's a commander, all right. I just thought I'd throw that in, you know, because the regime leader is, of course, he can do no wrong. I'm just laughing. He needs to take a, commander needs to take a page out of his owner's playbook. Sniff only. <laughs> hey, don't mind. That's okay, sweetie. Don't, don't mind, commander. He likes to sniff. Commander, get your, get your nose up between that girl's legs. Stop that. People need to stop trying to parse what they're doing to President Trump. And I don't care if you like him or not. 